Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of Wicked Good Show. I am your co-host Dylan. I'm here with my other co-host, my amigo Brian. Brian, take two of this episode. What's up, pal? Hey, uh, I'm doing quite well. Yeah, Dylan, as you just mentioned, yesterday we were recording this, and I, I felt like we were we we're on top of our game. Maybe the best podcast we ever recorded, and my computer crashed in the middle of it, and then I couldn't get it turned back on. So hopefully, we'll have a little bit more luck this time. Just to confirm, you, you hit record, right? We we are recording, yes. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for this episode. This is probably uh, the episode I'm most looking forward to for the remainder of the year, other than our Star Wars review. But mm-hmm. uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, basically the remainder of 2019 and our our see it or skip it lineup. Uh, we can kind of get into the criteria of all that and what we'll be going over later. Uh, but first, we had rather incredibly big news this week and yes uh, after oof. after after announcing our new our new name our new logo of a mm. good show we decided to take a hiatus we said, oh, a new no. channel too new channel yes uh wicked good podcast mm-hmm. um we decided you know let's just go off air what mm-hmm. a better way to launch a, uh, a channel than to just not make any podcasts exactly. at all exactly that's uh, how you you know make get successful in the industry what I, that's what i hear anyways there was big news brian there was big news this week there and was. we had to come on here and talk about it. The Matrix is getting another movie. Why? I know. Who? Who? Okay, first of all, I don't understand how this is possible considering the ending of The Matrix. But, uh, mm-hmm. hey, it's maybe. not a spoiler. Neo dies. Yeah, so Trinity dies also. Yes. I think Morpheus is the only one who lives, right? And funny enough, Morpheus is the only He's one apparently not, not gonna in be this in this movie. one. It's a younger Morpheus. Oh, my God. Um, what a mess. I. I don't give a flying fuck about this movie. Um, I mean, I love The Matrix, uh, the original. Right? Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. I watch so, that every day. But uh, I did not love Reloaded, and I thought Revolution was garbage. Revolution, Revolutions, I don't know. What you, How do you feel about that? Uh, so obviously the first one's great. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like a pinnacle, must-see sci-fi movie. It's mm-hmm. awesome. I, I've, I've watched it probably... No less than twenty times. I love that movie. Uh, Reload. It's fine. It's not the best movie. It's not the worst movie. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Uh, Revolution is terrible. It's it's okay, awful. So not I seen it once, one, and yeah. I was like, this movie is awful. It's I don't understand what they're doing for. It. And the uh, is it Wachowski? Yeah, the Wachowski the, siblings. The the Wachowski sisters? sisters now. Sisters. Um, yeah. they have they've put out some some real stinkers since the Matrix also. So, such as uh, Speed Racer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see what else. They actually they did V for Vendetta, which I didn't realize. Which yeah, that's actually, a good movie. That's legit. So, I mean, that, that's kind of that's kind of an odd place to go from there to a, a good movie we like. Mm-hmm. They also did uh, what was the, what was the new one they did with um, Cara Develn and uh, the other kid. Um, oh, that was them. That was them. Oh my God, what was that? Uh, let me. So this is this is some dead air, but we're gonna keep it in there. Gonna, okay, so I pulled up all the sinkers they've done recently. Um, so they did Jupiter Ascending. That's awful. what it was. Oh man. Cloud Atlas, awful. Uh, Speed Racer, very bad. Viva Vendetta, pretty. It was Viva Vendetta is a. I like Viva Vendetta. I like so. Viva Vendetta. Um, some of the more diehard fans of Viva Vendetta are pretty annoying, but that's not their fault. Yeah, so I mean they've they've done some Cloud Atlas, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I actually so, didn't see it just because I was like, "There's no way this can this concept can be good." 
I guess I I mean I also I don't think this movie gets made if mm. uh, the the Keanu Sants wasn't currently going on. True. Keanu being maybe as hot as he's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I well, like I'll probably end up seeing this movie, but I am in no way, shape, or form looking looking forward to this. Nor do I understand why it's being made. But yeah, we'll white knuckle it to the theater and be like, okay, fine. That's half. That's also half the movies in Hollywood today. Mm. Like a lot of the reboots, we just don't understand. Even Toy Story, which was a great movie. It didn't have to be made. Don't know no, why. it wasn't needed. It was good, but... Eh, and my, my, my daughter has gotten into Toy Story a lot. Oh, recently, nice. So I've yeah. seen three, like, mm-hmm. like more than I ever have. Mm-hmm. I've seen it at least five times this week. And that was literally a perfect ending for that series. Right. I'm no, not I saying agree. that The Matrix Revolutions was a perfect ending for The Matrix series. <laughs> the Matrix really only had a perfect beginning. Everything else mm-hmm. was, like, arguably shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, you could say that was the perfect ending for what it became. I guess... Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, but that was, uh, that was the matrix. Yeah. I, I guess we'll see. We'll see. We'll follow that. But apparently, yeah. Lawrence Fisborn Morpheus is apparently not even in it. It's just a younger Morpheus. Um, I wonder if that Ke- was his decision or theirs. Yeah. Uh, Keanu and both Carrie and Moss are coming back to play their roles though. Yeah. So she's, uh, she's been doing pretty good too. She was in, uh, the Jessica Jones series, uh, yep. as one, uh, one of the main characters of that. So, you know, I think she's a talented actress. I don't understand how this movie is going to be made though, considering, uh, revolution. Uh, maybe they just say that didn't happen. I find it hard to believe it's going to, if it's going to be a reboot, mm. you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, Cause how do, know, you, yeah. how do you reboot basically like a perfect movie, which was the first matrix. Right. Um, there was other, there was some other, uh, small news this week also that I oh, feel we yeah. should, so don't want to forget. We should talk about, um, the Spider-Man. Mm. She's not in the MCU anymore. Yeah. Dylan, what the hell? What is this? Um, yep. So Sony and Disney slash Kevin Feige couldn't really strike a deal. I was just talking about this with you, uh, yesterday and before we came on, mm-hmm. um, there's two different theories of what happened. One, which I feel like is the most, uh, what makes the most sense is that, Disney wanted 50-50 of the profit shares. So Disney's, I think it was like, Disney was like, hey, we'll we'll finance 50% of the movie, but we also want 50% of the profits. And Sony was like, fuck you, because the movie only takes like, the movie only costs like $100 million to get made or whatever it costs. But yeah. they're all, like Spider-Man Far From Home just made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. So like kind of do that math. Yeah, we, we, we put forward uh, $60 million to get this movie made. You put forward $60 million. Uh, but we're also not getting... We're getting 500 million when we should be getting a billion of a of a property we own. And my take actually has kind of changed on this since we last talked. Oh, okay, cool. Um, not not completely. Uh, yesterday when we recorded the greatest podcast that never was, mm-hmm. I had kind of I was shitting all over Sony, and I was kind of like, you know, there's both sides to blame, but fuck Sony because Sony sucks. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Feige and Disney have to do everything possible to keep Spider-Man, right? Because he is now not only is he the most recognizable person in Marvel. But he's now the face of the of the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's it's still not Thor, even though Thor has had it like a Thorissance. Mm-hmm. Uh, now with Tony Stark and Captain America gone, it, it's Spider Man. Right. This is this is Spider Man's uh, team now, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and at all, you cannot lose. So I guess. Oh, just hit the mic. Um, Disney before was getting five percent of the profit shares. Mm-hmm. So Marvel was uh, Sony was getting ninety five. Disney was getting five. Obviously, a majority of the, and this is kind of Disney's uh, pro Disney, 
Disney was really the only reason this, these movies were, were one good. Kevin Feige is the, is the genius he is. Was the mm-hmm. only one that really turned around um, the shit deal that that Sony's been doing with Spider Man for their mm-hmm. their past two series, basically from Spider Man three on, excluding Into the Spider Verse, has been terrible. Right. Um, and so they're like, but for Disney to be like, hey, let's let's bring this from five percent to fifty to half. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a little little brash, and then Sony just didn't counter. Apparently, this is all unconfirmed. Um, they just which, said no. Thanks, yeah, though. which Sony like you got to counter there, but also Disney, you got to be like you got to not just up your forty five percent right off the bat. Right. And given yes, a majority of the reason that these movies are making a billion dollars and are uh, an eighty and above on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. is because it's an MCU slash Kevin Feige Disney Marvel movie, but. I don't know. You said it yesterday. This fucking sucks. This is yeah. This, this is sucks. Trash. Yep. Um. So obviously Sony, um, they're never gonna give up Spider Man. Spider Man's insanely valuable property to them. Not only because of the Spider Man movies, which like we just said, made over a billion dollars with the last one, and Far From Home, or uh, rather Homecoming, made like what six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred. It, it had. It like had that. to be. It had to be up there. It had to be yeah, up. and then Venom, a incredibly mediocre movie made 850 million dollars and then let's not forget this license allows them to make the exclusive spider-man video game which as of january 2019 sold 9 million copies which is 540 million dollars sony prints money with the spider-man license and i understand why they'd be reluctant to give up you know that money because let's be honest man other than disney right now studios are struggling in terms of making money like they bought fox but fox's you know share of the disney profits lost like i think it was 160 million dollars between dark phoenix and stuber and yep. like the only other studio to have a billion dollar movie is sony because of spider-man so it's a complicated thing for them, and it, I can see their reluctance to just give Disney all that money, especially when you consider that Disney is straight up becoming, like, the only show in town, you know, in movies and soon to be streaming probably as well. They'll be killing Netflix with their Disney+. Plus. So that's another thing that was announced today, too. We are the Mandalorian. I don't know if the trailer's come out yet. That's a show I'm very much looking forward to, the Mandalorian yeah. the Star Wars series on Disney Plus, um, which also apparently is going. It's a week by week show, so it's not going mm. to be an all binge at once, which I kind of like. Oh yeah, something different. It's a nice thing. It's good to look for shows week by week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the really last show I did for that was Game of Thrones, which we all know well, what happened with that. Just said it was um, good, Dylan. <laughs> no, um, I get I get you for sure. I think that'll be an interesting approach, just because Netflix has tried this in the past. Or certain shows and i don't know how people necessarily felt about it i never watched any of the shows that they were releasing week by week to be honest so i can't comment too much on that um but yeah back on the spider-man not to get too far <laughs> off track um really the, the biggest victims here are tom holland and mm-hmm. us the viewers right because uh tom holland and john watts were both the director of the movies were both greenlit for two more movies mm-hmm. Uh, based on the ending of, of Spider-Man Far From Home, obviously a huge cliffhanger. Uh, there is still very much story to be told. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm gonna I'm gonna just come out and say I don't think I I'm still holding out hope that this is a deal still eventually gonna be reached. I agree because yeah. I don't, I don't think we're gonna get a Spider-Man movie within the next two or three years anyway, mm-hmm. unless unless Disney was hiding it in their uh, timeline of right. what was gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think there's still a lot of time for things to get worked out. Yeah. My biggest my biggest concern is is Venom two mm-hmm. and uh, kind of what we talked about yesterday too. Andy Serkis is now directing Venom yeah. two, which I, it's a move I liked. Oh I, yeah, I was. Sure. I was indifferent with the first Venom. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a good movie. I didn't think it deserved like the 20% it had in Rotten Tomatoes. I also don't know if it deserved the 89% uh, critics uh, fan score mm-hmm. it had. Uh, but it was good. I laughed a couple it times. It was a popcorn flick for sure. I like Tom Hardy a lot more than I like Topher Grace's Venom, mm-hmm. so that was nice. Yeah. Um, my biggest concern is that they're somehow going to try to like, kind of like the hold, not hold Spider-Man at ransom, but to kind of be like, well, like you, like all right, you don't, you want fifty percent? Cool. Like you see this Venom movie we're getting ready to shoot. Well, guess what? Tom Holland is going to be in the end credit scene of that movie, yeah. and we are now going to be doing a Venom versus Spider-Man movie. Um, so that's my biggest fear is that is that the only thing that I'm worried about is Sony is going to be like, all right, well, fuck it. Spider-Man is as as hot as he's ever been right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Holland is the perfect Spider-Man. You know what? Let's get him into this this Venom movie as soon as possible, and that's what worries me the most. Honestly. Yeah, um, I mean, I respect the hustle out of Sony for setting up um, not only the Venomverse in the background, having escape, you know, uh, hatch for Tom Holland Spider-Man out of the MCU, but also really, you know, figuring out how to make a good Spider-Man movie again, uh, specifically with Into the Spider-Verse, which we both yep. think is the best Spider-Man movie. So there's no reason they can't make another good Spider-Man movie live action. It's just... They think, I disagree. I don't think they can. You don't think they can? Even after no. seeing Into the Spider-Verse? No, because Into the Spider-Verse was, was, is, a, is such like a unique property, mm-hmm. honestly. It's just such a unique idea that it's, I mean, kind of did, and this is totally, I, I have a lot of more fresh ideas after listening to Lights, Camera, Barstool, so I can't mark them all as my own. Mm-hmm. But um, Sony just like doesn't know what to do with big properties like this. Like Sony severely mismarketed um, Into the Spider-Verse. They put out the Far From Home trailer before uh, they put out the final trailer for uh, Into the Spider-Verse, which right. is nuts to me because you're shaking away the buzz from it. Yeah, it's kind of confusing like, to casual audiences too. Into the Spider-Verse only made like 300 – it made less than $400 million, Yeah, which, but this is also a not Pixar animated movie. Which as which – as, it's an Oscar-winning movie now. Mm. It's one best picture at the Oscars. Um, we've discussed it's my favorite Spider-Man movie – with both of our favorite Spider-Man movie, mm. it's one of the, it's one of the best movies I've seen in the past five years. It, mm. It's a it's a near perfect movie, and I just don't think they knew what they had, and it kind of just plays into I. It had a lot to do with um, with the the directors of that movie. I'm I'm trying to blink at their names. It's the same guys that did the Lego movies. Uh, oh the, yeah, uh, Lord and Miller. Yes. Yeah. So they they were the creative minds behind that. So mm. I think that was that. I mean, oh they're great. They're the they're the are they the Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street people too? Yep. Yeah, yep. they're awesome. They're great, like comedy. Also, uh, an unknown portion of Solo, the directed portion we will never know. Yeah. Um, and so I think I think combination of that, it kind of comes back to that. I think Kevin Feige is the guy that really knew what to do with Spider Man because we've. I think the live action Spider Man movies, even though I have a soft spot for the very first Spider Man mm-hmm. with to- uh, Tobey Maguire, uh, Homecoming and Far From Home are. are Almost undebatably the best live action Spider Man movies. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, people like Spider Man too, but it's so different; it's so hard to compare. To I do too. Movies. I mean, 
we t- when we did our Spider-Man reviews, the drop off from Spider-Man three and then the two Amazing Spider-Mans into the other Spider-Mans was like pretty significant. Yeah. Um, but let's also not forget that the past two live action Spider-Man movies for Sony before Tom Holland were both terrible with Andrew Garfield and uh, Emma, Emma Stone. Stone. Yeah. That one's Stone, yes. Um, and Dennis so Leary as the disapproving. Dennis Leary. I'm a big Rescue Me fan, so that oh, was actually well, funny seeing, we do seeing a, uh, Dennis Do a Leary. podcast about that one day. We should. We should. Ah, weird. Um, so I don't know. I'm nervous, Brian. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous, but I'm still holding out hope. I think it's going to get resolved. Shout out Brian Wong. I'm going to do a shout out now because he's, I don't even know if he's still going to check into this podcast when we start going into the movies he'll never see because he didn't go to the movie theaters. But um, <laughs> Brian Wong's favorite superhero is Spider-Man. I got to be on there. Mm. Other than Batman, I got. Th- I think Spider-Man is my, my second favorite superhero. Oh, everyone loves Spider-Man, right? Well, not like love he's, Spider-Man. he's the ultimate, you know, good guy, rootable character, like nerd who's down on his luck, who gets these amazing powers and then decides to do good with them. Like nothing, nothing better than that. My, uh, my two year, my two year old daughter, the first superhero she got into is Spider-Man. She Hell loves yeah. Spider-Man pajamas. She loves playing the Spider-Man game. She loves into the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. for like the non-scary parts. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, Spider-Man's great. And another victim of this too is the Deadpool Spider-Man movie that we were all hoping we were eventually going to get at Tom Holland, Tom Holland and Ryan Gosling together. I mean, not Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds. Call me yeah. in, bro. Call me in. Okay, three, two, one. What are you three, two, one? Oh, I thought I thought you were like you wanted to redo that without messing up Ryan. Oh no 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 no! Keep this in though. This is this is quality radio. <laughs> this is you good. See all the things that we have to go through. <laughs> it's quality radio. No, I'm just saying like like Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Go like Ryan Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds and Tom Holland. That was something I really wanted to see on the big screen. Yeah, I think it's what a lot of people wanted to see on the big screen. Yeah, so. no, I mean obviously in the comics those two have a long storied history together so it's sad that we are for sure not gonna get that if this doesn't get remedied and hey maybe it'll be remedied by this weekend we got d23 this weekend we'll see if not uh it could be a while before we figure out exactly what's happening yeah yeah correct so we'll and like i said i don't think this is the end of the story so we'll see yeah um sorry i was like what the fuck is he three i'm sorry yeah no complete uh, miscommunication all right, so let's get into our main portion of this podcast. So this is actually going to be, end up being a two-parter mm. because there is a fuckload of movies coming out this fall slash beginning of winter. Um, so this half will actually just be uh, September 6th through the weekend of November 1st. And then uh, next week we'll be going over November 1st through the end of the year. Okay. Uh, and that's actually going to be another big episode too. But we are talking about 22 movies today which is pretty fucking nuts. Uh, yes. The first movie we're talking about today, which is actually one of the ones I'm most looking forward to because the first one was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's uh, It Chapter 2 will be released on September 6th, 2019. Uh, 2019. 20, I, it's yeah. a little sooner. Like the third time I've done that. Um, uh, 27 years after the first encounter with a terrifying Pennywise, the Losers Club have grown up and moved away until a devastating phone call brings them back. Uh, this is starring people as the older characters. Uh, we have Bill Skarsgård coming back as Pennywise. Jessica Chastain as older Beverly. James McAvoy as older Bill. Bill Hader as older Richie. Um, and we also have your boy, who we talked about yesterday. Yes, Xavier uh, Yep. The old Wait, Spice From the Old Spice man. commercials, which yeah. I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, this movie, which we talked about yesterday, I'm going to keep referencing that. Um, <laughs> apparently three hours long. It's two hours and 49 minutes long, which yeah. is 
I was blown away when I saw that. I'm like, that's a really fucking long horror movie. Yeah, I think my initial reaction yesterday, as we were saying, was, whoa, that's longer than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's it's like I think it's like three minutes longer. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, um, I love the first date. You haven't seen it yet. You will no, see it. No, I saw the cool. miniseries when I was a kid. I really liked it when I was a kid. Trash. <laughs> I know people don't like it as much anymore. Especially so. the second half with the older kids, which is why. <laughs> I'm more looking forward to this one because the, the the second half of that one when all the kids are older is awful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the first hit, loved it. I saw the movie with yours twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really kind of got me back into the horror genre. You haven't seen it yet. You're going to see it before mm-hmm. this movie because we are going to be reviewing It yes. Chapter 2 on the pod, which will actually probably be the next movie we're going to be reviewing mm-hmm. here. Um, Brian, I've also heard Bill Hader is fantastic in this movie, which – as I, I, I'm quoted as saying, I think Barry is the best show on TV right now. Mm. Um, yeah, man, Brian, don't don't sleep on comedic actors doing serious roles. It, no, it usually works out. Don't even sleep on Bill Hader. I think Bill yeah. Hader is like an anomaly in mm. the system. I think he's fantastic. Um, Brian, see it or skip it? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna see it. And I think uh, from what I hear, a lot of people are gonna go see this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to this. It's it's early too, kind of. Like you mentioned, this is the time where we start getting a fuckload of horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of get into the fall atmosphere, mm-hmm. which I love. Um, and yeah, this I'm a huge really sucker help. for horror movies in the fall, man. Same here. Um, and this is really help ushering in all that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this is going to have a really good run at the box office. Um, so It Chapter 2, September 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, both see it from us, obviously. Yeah. And they went so um, hard in this casting. So good. Oh, it's perfect. It's yeah. perfect. So... Um, what do we get next? Next up, and this is where our podcast cut out yesterday. Yes, um, so we're, we're across the event horizon now. So uh, the following weekend of the weekend of September 13th, we have two movies we're going to be discussing. The first one is The Goldfinch, mm-hmm. which has the potential for maybe some Oscar hype, and we'll, you'll hear that throughout this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Goldfinch. Uh, a boy in New York is taken by a wealthy Upper East Side family after his mother is killed in a bombing at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is starring our boy Ansel Elgord, also featuring Finn Wolfhard as a younger version of a character who will also be in It. Yeah, uh, so he's killing it right now, obviously. Sure is. Uh, this also features Nicole Kidman, Sarah Paulson, uh, Luke Wilson, my boy, mm. uh, Jeffrey Wright from the James Bond and mm. from Westworld. Um, Brian, is this a see it or skip it for you? Ooh, um, this is a, I'm going to see what the reviews are like. And then There's, if they're good, I'll see it. Yep. I hear you. Um, yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I never read the book. I guess the book was like a pretty big phenomenon, which I, I never read. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. I am. I'm. I'm. Uh, if this, if this when this comes out and we start getting the reviews and it's and it's terrible, I'm for sure not going to see <laughs> right, it. Right. Yeah. But if this is on the fence to good, mm. or even if if it's getting like like a 90 or above, I'm for sure going to see it because I'm. I'm I go out of my way to try to see every movie that's being nominated for Best Picture each year, and I mm-hmm. think that this maybe potentially has a chance to do it. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm gonna say see it. I'm gonna just throw a see it out there. All right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna see it. All right. So what do we have after the Golden Finch? So the same weekend as the Golden Finch, and the only reason this is interesting is because of the people that are in the cast. Uh, next up is Hustlers. Hustlers is a movie. Um, it is inspired by the new viral New York magazine article hustlers follows a crew of savvy former strip club boys who have band together to turn the tables on their wall street clients this is starring j-lo jennifer lopez constant lou constant woo mm-hmm. 
from um, Crazy Rich Asians, who she's wonderful in that. Mm -hmm. Also, Fresh Off the Boat on ABC, which uh, she is she's, also wonderful. She in. is amazing. She's in Fresh a, she's, Off the Boat. Everything I've seen her in, she, she, she's mm -hmm. great in. Uh, Julia Stiles, Kiki Palmer, Lily Reinhardt. The other big name attraction to this is Cardi B, mm -hmm. which I guess this is also slightly loosely based off Cardi B's life. Off her too. life. <laughs> like, not yeah. even like, yeah, she's. She's just robbing rich folks, you know? You know how it is. So, Brian, uh, being uh, full disclosure, 100% honest, uh, I probably won't see this in the movie. I... We're definitely probably not going to review it on the pod. Yeah. But if this is a movie that gets really good ratings, this is probably something I can see myself uh, renting at home. Mm -hmm. um, not just because it has J-Lo stripping, just because if it's if it's going to be a movie, a love constant woo, um, it's kind of the same thing. If I think that this is going to be good, I'll see it eventually, but I will for sure not see it in theaters, so I guess I have to give this a skip it. Yeah, I don't... I'm intrigued by the movie, but I don't see myself seeing this movie, at least not in theaters. Correct. Um, I really think that's all that needs to be put into it. Mm -hmm. um, next up, we have the weekend of September 20th. Actually, it's September 20th, so I think that's actually the, like, the Wednesday after. Some of these dates are kind of fucked up, but either way, it's coming out the next week after... Um, and this is actually Rambo, the the what I assume to be the final Rambo movie. Mm -hmm. uh, this is Rambo: Last Blood. Rambo must confront his past and unearth his ruthless combat skills to exact revenge on a mm -hmm. final mission. Obviously, starring Sylvester Stallone. Um, that's pretty much all you really need to know, Brian. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, I'm a sucker for Rambo movies. I mm -hmm. love Sly Stallone. I love the Expendables movies. I'm mm -hmm. going to see this. I'm gonna see it. But I can I can completely understand why someone else would be to skip it. Yeah. So, the last one came out what in like two thousand eight or nine. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say like between two thousand six two thousand nine is pretty yeah. fair. Um, and I thought that movie was real bad, but the ending was cool when he's just killing everybody. Pretty dope. Yep. Um, I probably won't see this movie. I'm not. I I like Rambo, fine enough, but I'm not like a diehard Rambo guy. It it doesn't have the 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 carry of the Rocky slash Creed series, which exactly I love Rocky. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I will say I, though, I, off topic a little bit, the first video Tamora and I ever made together was a parody of Rambo. So, interesting. With, if not for Rambo, maybe right now this wouldn't be happening. You know, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have Tamora. Yep. If who knows if I had you? Yeah. Who God, knows if I would have even gotten effect. into making Thank movies? God. Thank God. Sly Sloan made Rambo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm only going to see this because of nostalgia, and I love I love Sylvester Sloan, and I love Rambo. Mm -hmm. um, although I'm going to be very hesitant. <laughs> I guess we're saying this about all the movies. I'm going to be very hesitant if, if at first it has shitty ratings. Like, yeah. Ah, God. I still might go see it in the theaters, though, especially with my uh, my good pal Chris P. Shout out Chris P. He doesn't even listen to this podcast. We're going to shout him out, too. Um, Chris, I'll tell you who is going to this podcast. This podcast. Uh, this this movie, Brian Wong. Brian Wong will not be going to the movies to see any of these movies, other than Star Wars, which we'll be talking about next week. Right. Um, so next up, which is actually the same weekend, uh, Ad Astra. This is a movie, maybe other than Star Wars, I'm probably most looking forward to because I think this is going to be a fucking banger of a movie. Yeah. Uh, Ad Astra. An astronaut travels to the outer edges of the solar system to find his father and unravel a mystery that threatens the survival of our planet. Mm. He uncovers secrets which challenge the nature of human existence and our place in the cosmos. This is obviously starring Brad Pitt, mm. 
who uh, I was I constantly was ranting and raving about for once upon a time in Hollywood. I think that Brad Pitt's like back on his A game. Mm-hmm. And it kind of brings up another point. Uh, why is Brad Pitt just not more good movies? Yeah, I don't. He's just, just like, chilling, stop, you know. Stop doing those indie shits with Angelina Jolie. I'm glad they broke up because now you <laughs> do movies like this. Um, his wife's played by Liv Tyler, mm. uh, which just kind of gives like an Armageddon vibe to it. Mm. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones plays his dad. Don- also featuring Donald Sutherland. Uh, this is a hard, hard see it for mm. me. Uh, I am very, very much looking forward to this movie. This is actually might be the next movie I see in IMAX. Also, oh, all right, um, count me in this, for that. I'm, I'm down. This looks fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I think Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt's one of the best actors we have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when he when he's really trying, he's on his A game. He is. He is. Mwah. You know what I'm saying? He's he's great. Uh, this is a see it for me. Yeah, see it for me as well. Um, God, what more is there to say about this Brad Pitt space? Well, I guess one thing. Dylan, would you say you're a sci-fi space guy or a fantasy guy primarily? Sci-fi. I'd probably say sci-fi space guy mm-hmm. first. I I agree. I, I'm the same way. Um, Interstellar is one of my all-time favorite movies. I'm getting some Interstellar vibes from this. Obviously, probably the storyline won't be similar, but I'm just I'm super excited for this movie. Um, yeah, same on both fronts. We've I've I had Interstellar as my number one most underappreciated movie of all time. Oh yeah. No, it has yeah, yeah. 8.5 and I back. Uh, that's a throwback for a podcast. We did go back and listen like, to it like now. a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I a hundred percent agree. I, this is a movie I'd actually like to maybe get to more on. Cause I think mm-hmm. that this would be something right up our alley and tomorrow can just come on for every movie. Brad Pitt does. Yeah. He's, he's the Brad Pitt guy. Um, yes. Hard to see it for both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, uh, we, this is the following weekend of September 27th. Um, it's, it's an interesting movie to say the least. I'm not sure if you've seen the trailer yet. Uh, Zeroville. Zeroville is uh, written and starring James Franco. Um, a young actor arrives in Hollywood in 1969 during a transitional time in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, like I said, directed and written by James Franco, or directed and starring James Franco, um, also featuring Seth Rogen. Uh, Joey King, Megan Fox, Will Ferrell, James Franco, Danny McBride, Dave Franco, mm-hmm. Craig Robinson. Um, I'm a the gang essentially. Uh, so it's a fucking weird trailer, and I don't know what this movie's about. But I am. I've always been all in on James Franco and Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and uh, this is the end. It's one of the most underappreciated movies, which I wish I put that on actually in my yeah. list now. It's I'm one of the best it. comedies of the last decade for sure. 100% agree. Um, this is a see it for me based on that. Mm. I think James Franco got, got got sucked. I shouldn't say sucked in. That's actually a terrible term for that. <laughs> he, he, he got mixed up in all the Me Too stuff. Mm-hmm. Perhaps rightfully so, perhaps not. I really don't know. Yeah. Um, but as a filmmaker, and a, a, I really I really love James Franco, mm. and I'm really looking forward to this. This is actually the first thing I think I've seen him in since... Um, Disaster Artist? Since Disaster Artist, yeah. which is a phenomenal movie again. Yeah. Not by I, him. I... Uh... I think you're right. I can't remember another movie. Maybe there was an indie one in between, but certainly not a wide release with James Franco. Uh, I'm in on this one as well. That cast is always gold. So and really, anything with Seth Rogen and James Franco together? Because and I Craig Robinson, just... Pineapple Express. And Craig Robinson. Yep. yep. You know. Correct. Yeah. They're just like a flawless trio, I guess. Let's mm-hmm. say because even Pineapple Express, they're very, very good in that together. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Yes, that's the see for me also. I think that would be a fun one to review. Oh too. yeah, definitely. Um, so now we're getting into Oscar bait. Now we're getting into movies. <laughs> We've crossed over to the, the next three movies, movies. Uh, excluding one. 
um, are very Oscar bait type movies. Mm. The next one up, uh, which is also coming out the weekend of September 27th, is Judy. Um, Judy is the story of basically the life story of Judy Garland. Uh, legendary performer Judy Garland arrives in London in the winter of 1968 to perform mm. a series of sold-out concerts. Um, I think this is a movie that maybe if it's not for Best Picture, will potentially for sure be up for Best Actress because mm-hmm. Renee Zellweger will be playing Judy Garland. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only reason I'm going to see it for this is, one, I'm going to see it because, like I said, if, I think Renee Zellweger is a great actress. I think her as Judy Garland is very interesting. I've also been... Wizard of Oz is one of the first movies I remember seeing, kind of being blown away just by mm-hmm. the the production of all of it. Um, I love musicals, which is kind of no secret to anybody that knows me. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wizard of Oz is really my first exposure to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Judy Garland's a very complicated woman. Um, yeah, she's man. one of like the I she's one of, like the real true timeless stars of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna see it based particularly for that but i can also see this movie maybe being fucking terrible yeah oh it's uh, so do things about this so obviously we're doing the thing where you're, you're like pitching these movies to me as we go um so when you said judy and then you said judy garland my mind pictured judy dench and i was like isn't she alive why the <laughs> fuck would they make a biopic about her but no judy garland um obviously one of the most famous i would say people in history she was in, like one of the biggest movies of all time and uh honestly a pretty like tragic life after that like you, you always picture her as the girl from the wizard of oz but it was not like you know rainbows and sunshine in her real personal life so there's a lot of interesting stuff to cover in this film so i will also put this down as a see it cool uh, i don't know necessarily know this is something we'll review but this is something i'll probably watch closely uh come oscars time right right um definitely all right next up is actually a movie uh, we will review, and I'm actually very, very excited to do this because this is a movie that can either be really fucking good or really fucking bad, and I really don't know what to make of it. And Brian, the weekend of October 4th, the first weekend of October, buddy, we got the Joker. Just yes, Joker, actually. Yes, we do. Just Joker. Um, um, I'm, I was going to see this, obviously. We're going to review it. I'm in the trailers. Look great. Um, hopefully it lives up to how good it looks just from the trailers. What do you think? Agreed. Um, this movie is an original standalone origin picture of the iconic villain not seen before on the big screen. It's a gritty character story study of Arthur Fleck, which is a new character. I believe a new name for the Joker, Mm -hmm. a man, uh, disregarded by society and a broader cautionary tale directed by Todd Phillips, who did, um, the hangover series. Mm -hmm. He also did, I'm drawing a blank on what else he did. Um, but he's a great director. It's actually produced by... Thinking of uh, Due Date, maybe? Yes, Due Date. Yeah. Um, it's produced by Bradley Cooper, mm-hmm. um, starring Jacqueline Phoenix as uh, the Joker, which is pretty obvious. Um, this this is one that apparently... and I, I, Part of this, I don't know if it's because of Heath Ledger and his Joker, and mm-hmm. just every time someone plays the Joker, uh, other than um, my boy that did it in Suicide Squad. Jared Leto. Jared Leto um, is basically up for an Oscar now, but this is starring Robert De Niro Jr., um, Jacqueline Phoenix as Joker, Zazie Beetz, who's one of my favorite actresses right now from Atlanta and mm. from Deadpool 2, Brian Tyree Henry, who's also from Atlanta, mm. who I think is one of the best actors out right now. He's very underappreciated. Yeah. Uh, Shea Wickham, who we uh, love from Boardwalk Empire. Um, this is a hard seat for both of us. That's mm. really no mystery at all. 
Um, this is a very, very intriguing to, movie to me. I'm one of the people, the purists, that I like my Joker. Like, we don't know anything about him. Like, mm -hmm. his whole aura is that, like, the mystery behind him is, like, we have no idea who he is. Mm -hmm. But this just looks like... This is such... It's such a... Um, there is such high high risk low reward to me for this mm -hmm. movie um yeah. i guess and i guess you could say high reward too but i really think it's more high risk than anything else mm -hmm. like if this movie's bad um the fallout's gonna be pretty bad mm -hmm. uh, it's gonna be like why the fuck did this get made jacqueline phoenix like mm -hmm. he's 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 fucked he's done um i, I mean really if if, if i'm not here didn't kill joaquin phoenix's career nothing can mm. that uh i mean that it kind of uh... did it, he came back this, though. This is the first monstrous movie I think that, Jaguar, that he's been in mm, since then. Like he's he's been in Oscar-winning movies for like The Master and stuff like that, but mm. for like in terms of blockbuster like like household type movies, this mm. is and maybe the first one he's been in. Um, uh, I'm excited for it. I'm a little nervous that maybe it could be bad, mm. but I'm more holding out hope. I think this is going to be amazing. Which is uh, I also kind of wonder too at this point, does this Joker? which I don't know how this all links in because we do have a, a child Bruce Wayne in this movie. I don't know how this would link in to being with the new Batman series with um, Rob Hansen, mm -hmm. but I guess, I guess we'll see. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it on it. I don't think it will personally, but it could, cause you could like have a young Bruce Wayne and then like Joaquin Phoenix, like in the makeup and stuff in modern day, you could like pass it off as like, Oh, you know, he's this much older. It's not, that unbelievable yeah. um i think you're right not only is this like a high risk low reward movie to make but in terms of being an actor and taking the role is like you're you're either going to kill it and have like an amazing performance but more likely people are just going to compare you to nicholson and uh ledger and like that didn't work out for leto at all and leto was coming off an oscar like it's not like Leto's a bad actor by any stretch. Yeah. I mean, I thought Leto was going to be great, but I thought his Joker was, was awful. Yeah, it was more writing, honestly. It was also, it was, he was also in, what, a total of 15 minutes in that movie? Mm -hmm. That was pretty um, if, if that. So, yeah. um, we'll see. We'll uh, see. What's right. next? So, our next movie, which is the same week, and the only reason I'm bringing this up, kind of as I mentioned before, the so the criteria for all this is that we're skipping the movies that either have already been seen by other people and are getting terrible ratings mm. or have been seen and maybe won't be uh, major blockbuster pictures but have some Oscar hype to it. And this is definitely one that falls into that category. Uh, the next movie is called Pain and Glory. Um, this is an indie slash... I think that you can consider this maybe a, a foreign film. Mm. Um, a, film direct, a film director reflects on his choices he made in life as past and present come crashing down on him um this is starring antonio banderas which he's the main attraction of this mainly because uh antonio banderas is getting best actor uh considerations for this which is um very interesting to me um brian i am a probably will not see this in the theater mm -hmm. but will probably end up seeing it if this is it has a lot of oscar hype around it mm -hmm. um so i guess you can say a uh, skip it but I guess I also really don't know how wide of a release this will get. Yeah. Like um, AMC does the indie, what do they call them? Like AMC Presents? I'm not sure. but AMC Artisan Films. Artisan Films. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll see this in theaters too either, but uh, catch us in February as we frantically try to catch up. 
on our Oscar movies that pretty we much missed, you know? yeah pretty much um, the only other recognizable name in this is really Penelope Cruz mm -hmm. uh, at least on like the American side like I said this is pretty much you can consider this more of a foreign film mm -hmm. uh, who's, but who's it, directing this? is this Robert Rodriguez or no somebody named uh, Pedro Almondavar okay Almondavar uh, um, yeah I was just because Penelope Cruz and Antonio Renner like they, they work with Robert Rodriguez pretty frequently right yeah, once once upon a time in Mexico, mm -hmm. all that. Yeah, um, kind of a side note, which I want to point out to you. Uh, did you ever see the movie Chef? I did not With see. It. I, yeah, I know what it is, but I did not see it. So I feel like I say this a lot, but uh, Chef, the movie Chef, is actually actually one of my favorite movies mm -hmm. of, of recent memory. Uh, it's it's a it's a near perfect movie to me. Mm -hmm. But they just came out with a documentary series on Netflix, mm, yeah. and it's John it's John Favreau and the guy that actually caught him to t uh, taught him to cook mm -hmm. because in the in the movie Chef he was really cooking and doing all that. Right. Um, and it's a documentary series, and the first episode is actually uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and uh bill burr and oh, they wow. and with, okay. with bill burr they make uh the, the two of the signature sandwiches from the movie oh cool, and yeah. then the second one is uh tom holland mm. robert downey jr uh the russo brothers and kevin feige when they all go out to eat together and they, it's it's basically about learning food learning mm. how to cook and all that it's an excellent excellent show and the only reason i, I actually thought about it is because you brought up roger robert rodriguez mm. um and he is actually in episode i think either three or four. Oh, nice uh, but kind of a side note, that's a hard throw it out there. Like mm. you should definitely watch it. It's it's awesome. Right, if you right. if you at any point had interest in cooking shows, you should definitely watch this because um, it's great and it has a lot of Hollywood influence, which is which cool. is awesome for us. Yeah, no, uh, it sounds like something like uh, Jenny would be super into too. So I might might have to pitch this to her. So Jenny, obviously from Wicked Wick Everything mm -hmm. fame, um, she's right, she's a streamer girl. We love her. Mm -hmm. um, she also unfortunately shocks up with Brian. So yes, that's a story yeah. for a different day. Yeah, decision making um, not great, obviously. Questionable, yeah, to say the least. At the least, right? Um, next up, which is actually the same weekend, we have the Current War, which this is unfortunately a movie that's not getting fantastic reviews, mm. but its star power is actually really out there. Um, the dramatic story of the cutthroat race between electricity titans Thomas Edison and George Westinghouse mm. to determine whose electrical systems would power the modern world. Mm. Uh, this is starring our boy Tom Holland, mm. Benedict Cumberbatch, Nicholas Holt, and Michael Shannon. Um, unfortunately, this is probably a skip it for me. Yeah. So based on that, it's not getting great reviews early, which is obviously not a good sign. Mm. Um, and also, I feel like this has the potential to be... A, maybe boring topic right uh, so to skip it for me I, I probably will not see this in the theaters and unless it really picks up steam maybe for best director or best uh, actors i really don't see myself seeing this anytime soon yeah no uh same interesting cast like you said but um you really need like i don't know like aaron sorkin or someone to write like this movie to make it like yeah. fascinating yeah i hear i hear you mm -hmm. um all right, let's jump ahead. And we actually are still on the same weekend of October 4th. And this is another movie I think has very, very high uh, Oscar hype. Um, Lucy in the Sky. Uh, astronaut Lucy Cola returns to Earth after a transcendent experience during a mission to space and begins to lose touch with reality in a world that now seems too small. Uh, the big pull for this is it is starring Natalie Portman mm -hmm. as Lucy. Uh, let's see who else is in this movie as I scroll down. We also have John Hamm, our girl Zazie Beetz that we just mentioned. 
uh, and Nick Offerman, which, by the way, I did end up finishing Parks and Rec, Ooh. and it was very good. Yeah, I right? love it. Really great. Um, Lucy in the Sky, this is a see it for me. Um, I love Natalie Portman, mm. and the cast alone really intrigues me, and it also has a sci-fi aspect to it, too, which is, yeah. it has a drama sci-fi, which is, anything that has drama, either horror or sci-fi, really pulls me in, so mm. I am a, uh, I'm a see it for this. Yeah, I'm a see it as well. I think Natalie Portman has been making really interesting choices with her movies lately you know annihilation another kind of off the beaten path movie uh granted i haven't seen it i've only read the book that it's based on so i can't say if it's any good um but yeah this looks this looks interesting and i'm i'm down she also came off an underappreciated performance last year which she played she actually played jackie o Mm. Um, in, in a movie, uh, which I, she, I thought she was very, very good, and she didn't get enough Oscar love for it. Mm. Um, oh yeah, this is a see it for me. Um, next up, this is our first movie that I knew nothing about, but it's getting such big hype, mm. being an, an unbelievable movie that I will. I I'm just gonna come off the bat and say I'm I'm gonna see it. Um, this movie is called Parasite. It is a technically foreign film, mm. an unemployed. I'm gonna fuck up this name. Katake's family takes peculiar interest in the wealthy and glamorous parks for their livelihood until they get entangled in an unexpected incident. This is currently sitting with an 8.7 on IMDb. Okay. It has an 89 for the Metascore. Um, my boy Ken Jack from Lights, Camera, Barstool actually said this is the best movie he's seen this year. Okay. There's a lot of people in the cast that, that are um, foreign. I apologize. I can't tell if they're from China or Japan, yeah. but they're from that area, I believe, China. Um, this is a see it for me. It's getting a wide release in the U.S. on October 11th. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, a hard see it. it. This is apparently a movie that, if it's not up for Best Picture, will be up for Best Foreign Film. And I'm consider myself uh, intrigued. Yeah, um, YouTuber, I like uh, your movie suck. He said this is amazing. So I'm I pretty much anything he says is amazing is like really amazing because even when movies are good, he says they're awful. So this uh, is a see it for me as well. And I think if it's like crazy enough, I can see us maybe reviewing this yeah. too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, speaking of crazy, uh, our next movie is coming out October 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Gemini Man. And yeah. oh boy, I can't wait for this fucking movie. Um, and, and Over the Hill Hitman faces off against a younger clone and himself. Mm-hmm. Um, this is starring Will Smith, which is maybe the mo- only intriguing part for me. Right. Um, also has Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Clive Owen. And buddy, the main reason I'm looking forward to this is because this is written by David Benioff, who, as we all know, is one of the um, showrunners on Game of Thrones, uh, public enemy number one to Dylan. And <laughs> I'm going to say I am seeing this solely because I want to hate it so much. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I love Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, get this. Uh, they actually think this has hype, This has Oscar hype for Will Smith because oh, he's playing right. both an older version of himself and a younger version of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to see it basically because I'm intrigued. It's directed by Ang Lee, which is another thing to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see what David Benioff does, and if it's terrible, I want to further my point that I think that Dave Benioff is a fucking mm. fuckface. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, to to make you feel a little better, I know this movie's been kicked around for a long time, so it existed before him. I don't know if, like, he's going to have, like, complete right to rewrite the story entirely, but uh, I know... I know or rather, I think I heard that Bruce Willis was attached for a while. 
It just is a movie that people have been trying to make for a long time, and I guess maybe technology has caught up enough to make it like viable. Um, I, if it gets great reviews, I'm seeing it obviously, but I don't think I'm gonna see this one. So I'm gonna see it, but I'm gonna hate see it. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, uh, I understand. And a little fun fact to, to connect the, the episode as a whole. Uh, Will Smith originally turned down the role of Neo before Keanu Reeves got it. He did, yeah. Um, I mean, it worked. It's worked out for him and Keanu equally, but uh, that would have been uh, yes. interesting, yeah. right? I think he turned it down to do Bad Boys. I could be wrong. Uh, it was Wild Wild West. Whoa, oh, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Wild Wild yeah. West. What a fucking movie. What a movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what we should do? All right, now, Colin, we should get trashed and do a wild wild west review watch and with, then immediate sir, review which, which by the way we will be doing a crossover episode mm-hmm. with uh with good radio with with liam and brian and yes. i'm very much looking forward to that. yeah coming soon that that's gonna be fucking fun um yeah it's gonna be liam's gonna come on here dylan's gonna go on there it's, it's gonna be a good time um we're in the early stages of a, of a podcasting empire i can feel it oh yeah that's the that's the goal by this time uh, next year, this is going to be an empire. Correct. Uh, next up, following weekend, we have uh, October 15th, which actually I think is a Wednesday, so maybe it comes on the weekend. I don't know how that works out. Um, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot, mm, which is obviously directed by Kevin Smith. Yeah. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob returned to Hollywood to stop a reboot of Blunt Man and Chronic <laughs> movie. Getting made. Uh, right off the bat, I am going to say this is a – Hardcore seat for yeah, me. I, I love, love Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Yeah. I love Jane Silent Bob. I love everything Kevin Smith does. Mm-hmm. Um, I even love fucking um, Jersey Jersey Girl. Mm-hmm. Jersey Girl is a, is a secret shame of mine. Um, and this movie also is featuring. Speaking of Jersey Girl, we'll have Ben Affleck mm-hmm. back together with with um, with Kevin Smith, who actually had a falling out during Ben Affleck's Batman, which mm-hmm. Ben Affleck's Batman basically just ruined Ben Affleck's life. Yeah. He got, he got, he got divorced. Yeah, he got all right. shit about Jesus Batman. Him and, Kevin, him and his one of his best friends, Kevin Smith, got mm-hmm. into a fight. Anyway, they're back together now. So this is featuring Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. uh, Rosario Dawson, who's been in a few Kevin Smith movies, Joe Mattinello, I'm fucking up yeah, that name. Yeah, Death's, uh, uh, Deathstroke, right? Yes, it is. He's also in blood, and he's also married to Sofia Vergara. Mm-hmm. Um, Tough life, you know, just being that handsome it, and married to Sofia Vergara. Like pr- prayers for him. His daughter Harley Quinn Smith, which hell of a name. First off, second off, she was in Once Upon a Time in she Hollywood. Was, yeah. um, Jason Lee, who's back. Well, I haven't seen him in anything in a really long fucking time. No, he's not and, a not an actor. He doesn't he doesn't like it. He only does it for Kevin Smith. And then apparently, obviously, well, not apparently, obviously. Uh, Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith are back as Jay and Silent Bob, obviously. Um, this is a see it for me. I'm actually really looking forward to this. This is a great movie to probably, like, get stoned and just go see. All right. Um, shout out my cousin Megan, who I don't know if she listens to this either. If you're not listening to it, fuck you. Um, but this movie, her and I will go see it together because this is right up our alley. And uh, this is the same type of humor. Uh, hardcore see it. Uh, this is maybe potentially a movie we review. If not, I'll still love the shit mm-hmm. out of it. Maybe a uh, comeback movie for Ben Affleck. Get, not only for movies, but come back for his life getting back on track. <laughs> maybe. Oh man! All right, what do we got next? The week or say maybe same weekend, but what do we got next? Um, it is actually I think the same weekend, maybe. Um, October eighteenth is a movie we've talked about previously. We actually talked about it with Tamor, 
This is a movie I actually think that Tamora said he would like to be back on to talk about. Um, I could be wrong. This is actually The Lighthouse. Yes. Um, the Lighthouse, the story of two lighthouse keepers on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 19, in the 1890s. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. This is starring Rob Patson and our boy Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. There's only three people credited as a cast, which is intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. It is directed by Robert Eggers, who did The Witch, which is one of my favorite horror movies in a long time. It scared the shit out of me but it's like a, one of those slow burn horror movies. Uh, this is a hardcore series for me. This is also apparently the movie that got Robin Pattinson in his, uh, his role as Batman. Oh, wow. So um, from everything I've heard, people love this movie. Who have seen it on, excuse me, who have seen it at like festivals. Has a, nine, has, has a 91 meta, meta score on IMDb right now. Yeah, so this is a see it for sure. Um, it's trippy. It looks like it's super weird. It's out there. And as we talked about with Tamor on our Once Upon a Time in Hollywood review, um, anything original and different and weird intrigues me right off the bat and mm-hmm. will probably get me to go see it. Um, and this is for sure one of those. Right. Um, see it for both of us, and I think we'll probably review it too. Um, even though I don't oh, know yeah, how much we, I don't know how much people will actually go see it, mm-hmm. um, but I think we'll review it. Yeah. Um, next, next up, same weekend. This is actually a huge weekend. There is four, and if you count Jane and Silent Bob, there's five huge movies maybe this is why jane and bob released on that wednesday mm-hmm. um there's f- not excluding jane and bob <laughs> i'm losing track of math um there's four huge movies coming out this weekend and the next one up after the lighthouse is zombie double tap zombie land double tap um really needs no no explanation this is um starring woody harrelson jesse eisenberg um emma stone and uh, abigail breslin um, obviously a continuation of the first Zombieland movie. Mm-hmm. Columbus, Tallahassee, Wichita, and Little Rock move to the American heartland as they face off against evolved zombies, fellow survivors, and the growing pains of snarky makeshift family. Um, I very obviously see it for both of us. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to like... Yeah, that, uh, that AMC movie pass getting used this weekend. Oh my <laughs> god, yeah. Um, I, I don't even think we have to dive into it anymore. There's no explanation mm-hmm. to see it for both yeah so if there's any more see it this week i'm gonna have to actually pay for a movie um woody woody harrelson first off was probably the biggest name on this movie now but now you have evan stone Mm -hmm. linked into it and you have jesse eisenberg uh like everyone everyone's career just has just spiraled upwards Mm -hmm. since have you ever seen Uh, the clip of uh woody harrelson talking to liam hensworth and finding out that he's related to chris hemsworth in an interview that's uh, hilarious funny. anyway um, sorry sorry just that just popped in mind everyone should go watch that clip it's fun it's okay but also apparently bill murray's in this movie too oh interesting which is very interesting because bill murray died mm-hmm. in the first zombie land yeah. um the next movie that weekend uh is a movie maybe the only movie i won't be seeing that weekend maleficent mistress of evil mm-hmm. uh maleficent and her goddaughter aurora begin the question the question, the complex family ties that bind them as they are pulled from different directions by impending nuptials, unexpected allies, and dark new forces at play. Um, obviously, the second movie to the Maleficent franchise, starring Angelina Jolie, mm. Michelle Pfeiffer, Ellie Fanning, um, Chidawetel Ejiofor, mm. Ed Screen. Uh, buddy, this is a hard skip it for me. I have zero interest in the Maleficent universe, mm. zero interest in this whole live-action aspect of the Disney um uh disney revival i guess not revival but live action yeah live action 
Um, I will not see this in theaters, and I can guarantee you that. I was very surprised he made the. I guess the first one must have made a good amount of money. I'm sure Jenny will want to see this, so I will let you know how it goes. So Brian is a question mark. Yeah. Um, I was re- reluctant to see it. No, I don't know. It might be good. Who knows? More importantly, I want to get on to the next movie, which is a movie we will review in the pod just based on the controversy around it and another thing in the director, which is one of my, our favorite directors in Hollywood right now, and that is Jojo Rabbit, mm. which is also coming out that weekend. Um, a young boy in Hitler's army finds his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their home, mm. which is a very vague description. This is directed by uh, Takai Waititi, mm. um, also starring Takai Waititi as Adolf Hitler, which mm. is odd to say. Uh, Sam Rockwell, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Roman Griffin Davis, Alfie Allen, Buddy, Buddy. Yeah. Is there a more other than Star Wars? Is there a more hardcore see it this year? Yeah, I mean, I think it looks really good. I think this is gonna. Um, I think this is one of those movies that's like is gonna be a underrated, like standout for us, but maybe a lot of people won't see it. So the actual talk I want to get into with this movie, because we're both going to see it, and I knew we were, mm-hmm. is that this is apparently – so this is a property that came over from Fox mm-hmm. to Disney during the purchase. And this is apparently a movie that is making uh, Disney executives very, very, quote-unquote, nervous that people who are Disney fans are somehow going to stumble into this movie thinking it's a Disney movie when, in fact, it is a movie about Hitler and World War Two. To that I say – Fuck you, Disney. Yeah, they're not. I don't think that I don't think people are that religious where they're gonna be like, "Oh, Disney movie, I gotta go see this." What's this about? Jojo yeah. Rabbit? Is this about a rabbit? What's going on with this? I mean, uh, if this is a problem, this kind of worries me, because it's like um, we're not gonna get interesting movies now that you bought Fox. This is probably a Fox Searchlight movie, I would imagine. So, um, what the hell, Disney? Takabe Titi, obviously directing the Thor, he did uh, one of the best Marvel movies with Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. which uh, I will fully admit I, I did not appreciate at first, but upon my rewatches, I did. Um, he's one of the uh, one of the best creative directors I would say are out there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we do in the shadows are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also in that. I, I believe he, he has he contributed to the TV show. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, th- this is one of the movies that I. I'm really generally looking forward to, and I kind of hope he did the screenplay. I kind of hope this is he's up for best uh, adapted screenplay also. Right. Um, this is a hard see for us. If Disney even remotely thinks about trying to tamper anything with this movie, I will I will boycott Disney, <laughs> which is a lie because I'll see every movie Disney puts out. Mm. I won't be happy about it though. Right. Um. So we'll see. But Jojo Rabbit, this is probably the movie I'm most intrigued by this weekend mm. and that weekend. I will probably see it before Jay and Silent Bob, unless Jay and Silent Bob come out that Wednesday, then I'll go see them that Wednesday. Right. Um, but Jojo Rabbit, very much looking forward to. Uh, very cool. Uh, the next movie I'm bringing up is actually a movie I don't know will be necessarily as like mainstream as big, but it's getting very good reviews. And it's a short movie, only an hour and 27 minutes long. Uh, that is Kill Team. Kill Team comes out the weekend of October 25th. Uh, a young American soldier in Afghanistan is disturbed by his commanding officer's behavior and is faced with a moral dilemma during the war. This is starring Alexander Skarsgård, uh, Nat Wolf, Adam Long. Um, uh, this is probably going to end up being a skipper for me, but I'm mm. putting it in there because it's getting a lot of buzz currently for being a relatively decent movie. It has a 67 Metacritic, which is obviously not high, but has a 6.7 on IMDb. 
Um, skip it for me, but this is a movie I would say maybe to watch. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe come award season. Um, I don't want to guarantee that, but it was a movie I thought was getting enough buzz now that I thought we should probably bring up. Yeah, um, I mean, I probably won't see it either. Uh, perhaps a rent it after the fact, though, if it's good. Correct. That's that's the only really thing we need to talk about mm-hmm. that with that movie. Um, next up uh, is the weekend of November 1st, which is actually the final week we'll be reviewing this week. Um, and the first movie is actually Harriet's. Um, the extraordinary tale of Harry Tubman's escape from slavery and transformation into one of America's greatest heroes whose encouraged ingenuity and, de- and tenacity freed hundreds of slaves and changed the course of history. Um, this is starring Cynthia Ervio as Harry Tubman. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian, this is a movie I think, it, as long as it's good, will be getting Oscar buzz come Oscar season. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It is is a it's history, is it's it's a story with Harry Tubman that really hasn't been told in the big screen before. Um, I'm probably a see it, but I'm going to be at the same line where if it's getting bad reviews, I will not see it for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is a movie I would say maybe look out for a girl who I just learned her name, Cynthia Ervio, mm-hmm. who I think. Hold on, I'm going to pull up her name. I believe she was in. She was in Widows. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad I'm thinking of the same person. She was also in Widows and Bad Times at the, at the oh, right. Royale. She was great in Widows. Right. Um, she came in about midway through the movie, and she kind of she was great. And uh, she's playing Harry Tubman in this, um, and she is really the truly the one to look out for with this movie mm. uh, from award season. So Harriet, I'm going to say skip it as long as the reviews are. I mean, I'm sorry. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> see it as long as the reviews are good. Yeah, I'm 100% there. I think the trailer looks good, so I can't imagine it won't be a solid movie. And Same. it's a very important, you know, story for U.S. history. You know, agreed. she's an American and, hero. And I'm uh, agreed. And I'm, I'm a sucker for history movies, mm. especially around this time. Right. So that is a, a tentative see it for me, but I most likely see it. And Brian, the movie that, and this is the reason why we ended with November 1st, is because I want to talk about this movie and end the podcast with this. Mm-hmm. Um, the other movie coming out this weekend is Terminator Dark Fate. Oh. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> I, had, I didn't um, know. Um, okay. They, so, Brian, they don't even have a plot for me to read. They have Plot Unknown, IMDb. Um, this is starring uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Maybe. I don't know how much in this movie he'll be. Mackenzie Davis, who's been pretty good in a few movies she's been in. Mm-hmm. Edward Furlong returning as John Connor. Obviously, he was uh, John Connor in Terminator 2, which is Wait, the best Terminator really? series. Really? He's coming back as John Connor? Yes. Huh. Uh, and we are also getting Linda Hamilton, which I don't think Edward Furlong's been in anything since maybe American History X. Right. Huh, that's uh, so interesting. And Linda Hamilton, which is the big... Uh, which Draw, is the big point yeah, of this. Is, is she's coming back as Sarah Connor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Terminator series is a is a is one giant fuck up after uh, after T two. Yeah. Um, I actually like Terminator three, mm-hmm. uh, Judgment Day, yeah. uh, whatever it was called. Um, but it's a it's an arguably bad movie. Uh, the movie with Christian Bale and Sam Worthington, arguably bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one with uh, Amelia Clark and Arnold Schwarzenegger is like a revised history. Mm. And we also get Jason Clark as John Connor as revised history. Yeah. That movie was fucking awful. Mm. Um, I have zero expectations for this movie. Um, I really, I'm, I'm a skip it. Mm. 
Like I'm, uh, unless this is getting rave reviews and is unbelievable, mm. I can see this being maybe like like a like a 55 mm. on, on Rotten Tomatoes. I do not have I have high expectations for, for this at all. I'm a fucking skip it, dude. Like, this is yeah. How many times? How many times are you gonna reboot a series within a series? Yeah, dude. So no, like, I agree. I mean, Terminator wore out its welcome, unfortunately for a hundred percent. It's and over. Fuck James, fuck James Cameron. His avatar is <laughs> Fuck James Cameron. <laughs> No, man, it's just, like, I was excited for Salvation. That's kind of sucked, honestly. Um, and then the new one with Amelia Clark was bad. Also, going from real bad. Christian it's Bale to bad. who's the actor who played uh, John Connor in that movie? You just said? Jason Clark. Yeah, going from Christian Bale to him was like, what? <laughs> Are you joking? This is, I, I don't know. It was, I'm, I don't give a shit about Terminator anymore. Silver. Same. Silver. That's the best way to put it. I don't give a shit about Terminator anymore. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. That's the only I'm way about to put where it. I was after I saw Prometheus with Aliens. Uh, like, I, buddy, I, was, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Prometheus was one of the biggest disappointments in my mm-hmm. life because I love the first two Aliens mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Um, so, whatever. I'm not seeing this movie. Uh, maybe it's good and I'll rent it on DVD someday. Get it on Redbox or some shit. All right, cool. Well, we made it. That, that is part. I didn't one mean of to our... be so great. I didn't. I didn't realize how angry I was about the Terminators. Like no, downfall. It, it's no, it's warranted. Fuck James Cameron. Fuck Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um, Just put Terminator Two in theaters instead of this again. I love that. Back yeah. in IMAX. Yeah, that'd be dope. Well, for that. Probably would make um, more money than this. Honestly, I would probably put it before like Avatar. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, come see Avatar. You can see Terminator Two right. too. <laughs> Um, all right, so that, that, is, that is our first half of our, our preview for the remainder of 2019. I'm mm-hmm. actually really excited for next week because next week we're going to start really getting into some heavy hitters, um, such as Star Wars, mm-hmm. obviously. We're going to get some more Oscar movies. Uh, Brian, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of put you on the spot, though, before okay. we sign off. What is, uh, what are the, all the movies we just named, what are the movies, what, what's the movie you're most looking forward to um, uh, in the first half of the remainder of 2019? Uh, the one that I'm most looking forward to would probably be either It Chapter 2, just because I like horror movies a lot, even though I haven't seen the first one. I just assume it's good because everyone said it was so good. Or um, Zeroville, honestly. Um, okay, interesting. I'm, I'm actually probably I'm, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to give Ad Astra an advantage over It. Mm-hmm. Um, but It, and especially because It's closer, it's real tough for me not to... Not to, not to pick it, but I'm actually going to go with Ad Astra. Mm-hmm. I have really high expectations for Ad Astra. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, it's an exciting time always when we get to this part of the year. Like you said, we got to get some of the more Oscar Beatty style movies, but that's okay. Yep. Um, all right, so uh, obviously we'll be back next week with part two of this. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian, give us your shout-outs. Do your thing at the end of the episode. All right, well, make sure you follow the channel on YouTube.com slash Wicked Everything. You subscribe to this channel, Wicked Good Podcast. You follow us on Twitter at WG Everything, on Instagram at Wicked Everything, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything. Dylan, where can they find you? Uh, DJ Cleverlang on Twitter with two Bs. Two Bs and DJ Cleverlang. Um, I, I, I just yell about things. I yell about that. Right, and uh, make sure you check out our crossover episode coming soon with Better Radio. And do me a favor, check out my boy Brian's new video on Wicked Good Everything. Yes, please. Uh, I, I thought I it was need fun. to feel validated. 
I liked it. Alright, thank you so much, Dylan, and thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast. Love you guys. Greatest on iTunes. Bye. Yes, bye.